In this video, we are going to be discussing the four things that you need to remember this winter to become a better disc golfer for next year. Let's get into it right now. If you're still listening to this podcast episode, you want to become a better disc golfer and this is going to help you do so. As winter is quickly approaching, we are going to be giving you our top tips for how you can become a better disc golfer this winter so next year you can come out even better dominating your friends, winning tournaments, and having more fun. I've got four tips for you guys on this show. Let's talk about these winter tips the winter sucks, man. I'll tell you what. I hate the winter. I am not a big winter guy, but I don't like it when it's 100 degrees and there's not a whole lot of compromise out here in Kansas. And if you love disc golf, you got to still get out there regardless of what the temperature is. So I've got four tips that are going to help you this winter improve your disc golf game. And, and I think these tips really helped me become a better disc golfer this year. Some things and highlights that I've noticed was last year... I went into the winter probably playing, honestly, 850-ish rated disc golf, and now I feel as though I'm playing 925 or higher rated disc golf, and that's pretty big jump and I know I can continue to improve from there. So I'm going to share with you the things that I did that made me better and how I went from not really competing in rec to getting podiums and intermediate. And hopefully next year I can go from getting podiums and intermediate to winning intermediate and then starting to be competitive in advance. So let's start off with the number one tip. You have to know and understand what your goals are. What are your goals? Think about that right now. I'm going to give you a couple of seconds. What are your goals in disc golf? Are your goals in disc golf to just play and have fun and who cares if I get better? I'm just out with the boys having a good time. Is your goals to become the next Paul McBeth, Eagle McMahon, Calvin Heinberg, get on the pro tour? Or are your goals maybe more like mine and you want to be a better disc golfer so you have more fun out on the course and you want to be competitive at tournaments? So you have to understand what your goals are, understand what your capabilities are. You can't expect to go on the pro tour if you can only practice one day a week. You have to be realistic with your life, with your time, and with your goals. And I think something that's super important is you need to write those goals down. If you're not writing your goals down and if you're not sticking to them, then it's not even worth doing. So I want you to go to a trusted friend, tell them your disc golf goals, and I want them to hold you accountable. So that way you're able to do that. I know Trent and I are going to be doing that this offseason as well. So make sure you find somebody who you can hold accountable goals with. Maybe it's just yourself and you got to put it on a phone reminder every morning when you wake up. Hey, get out and putt today. Whatever you got to do, understand your goals. So a goal of mine is I want to continue to become a better putter. I want to have confidence no matter how my game is playing, as well as another goal of mine is that I want to not be as mentally flawed as I was this year. I want to be in pressure situations and not thinking about the score every single second. 
I want to be able to separate myself and be able to apply pressure to other people and be able to thrive in those pressure-filled situations. Those are two goals of mine. How I'm going to do those? Still thinking about that, to be honest. The putting one's going to be a little bit easier. The pressure one, I think I've been doing a pretty good job of it so far. Putting myself in money rounds, putting myself where a six-pack is on the line, those kinds of things. Giving my friends that aren't as good as me handicaps so that way, let's say it's a nine-stroke handicap, I got to push the entire time and make a comeback. I'm putting myself in simulations in order to make it reality when I need to. The second tip that I have for you guys is you have to understand and use your time wisely. It's winter time, guys. I probably don't need to tell you this, but it gets dark fast. I mean, it's dark by like 5.30. So if you're off at 5, you probably don't have time to go to the course and get a whole 18 in. But what you do have time to do is maybe you can putt, maybe you can hit the field, which we'll talk about both of those later. But you need to understand your time and you need to make dedicated time to getting better at disc golf. Whether that's watching tape and watching Jomez and listening to this podcast and watching our YouTube videos in order to improve your disc golf game and continue to soak up and learn knowledge, take notes. I, I think something really good if you have the ability is to take notes during these episodes so you can take them with you to the course and hearing and writing them down and then reading yourself is only going to help you feel better about it in the first place and remember the advice even more. You need to dedicate time to go out and play a full 18. I don't think it's worth your time to try to rush through a full 18 or 9 really quick if it's not actually helping you. Maybe you can only plan out to do six holes. That's great. Go do six holes the best that you pop possibly can and learn from that and improve your game and get those micro doses of working on what you've been practicing and then seeing it translate to the course. And then when you can, getting in that full 18 and putting everything together. I think you have to be intentional with your time and you have to be smarter with your time. It's a lot easier in the summer to just, you know, get off work at five o'clock, go home, make dinner and be like, you know what? I still got two hours of sunlight left. Let's go, let's go catch around real quick. It's a lot easier to do that and a lot harder to do that in the winter. So I think being intentional with your time is going to be very critical to you becoming a better disc golfer this off season. The third tip I have for you is hitting the field. Oh my goodness me. Oh my you got to hit the field. 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 You have to get duplicates of discs like we talked about on last episode. And maybe you don't have the funds or you really don't want to do that. And that's okay. It might just be a little bit tougher for you, but you're good enough. You're going to be able to persevere. But what you need to do is you need to hit the field and you need to have drills to stick to while you're out on the field. If you go to the field and you're just trying to bomb as far as you can for 40 minutes you're not going to be getting better at disc golf. You're probably going to be learning some bad habits. So three drills that I would suggest is an accuracy drill where you stand and have a straight line of something right in front of you. Maybe it's like a sideline for football or, uh, you know, telephone pole, like you're trying to hit the telephone pole, something, something like that, right? And I want you to practice throwing your disc straight on that line and initially just throwing it straight, starting out to, let's say 50 feet, 100 feet, it stays on that line before it breaks. Or you're trying to throw it 
completely to rest on that line. And then you do that for hyzers, and you do that for anhyzers, and you do that for forehands. I think that is a fantastic drill that is going to help you improve your accuracy, and you can take that to the field pretty much right away. The next drill I have for you is the field goal drill. If you have a football field near you, or maybe a soccer goal near you, I want you to try You're throwing and aiming to put it between the uprights. You're aiming to put it into the soccer net. The soccer net is great because you can almost use it as your approaches, right? You're learning to approach better and you're throwing it with a lower ceiling, all those kinds of things. And then the goalpost, you're able to work on controlling your nose angle, throwing it higher, but still getting that full flight or getting your disc to do something 50 yards in front of you. 20 yards in front of you, something like that. So not just worrying about how it comes out, but how your disc is flying. It's like you're training your body to pick a point in the air that you want your disc to fly through. So you can do, you know, Anheuser's through that. You can throw it straight through that. You can throw hyzers through that. So all those for both of those, I think are going to be fantastic. The final drill I have for you is the film yourself drill. So this drill, you are just going to be filming yourself and you are not worried at all about the flight of your disc. The only thing you're worried about is your timing and your mechanics and are you hitting everything you're, you should be? Are you hitting the power pocket? Is your timing good? Is your follow through good? Are you even following through in the first place? Are you rounding? You're answering these questions in live time. So how this works is you throw five discs, you record yourself from five different angles, one directly side, one slightly in front, one fully in front, one slightly behind, one fully behind. You then look at all those throws and analyze, okay, am I hitting the power pocket? Am I, is my elbow at 90 degrees? Is my timing correct? Am I following through forward? Am I not following through all the way? Where am I following through? What is my what is the position of my head when I'm throwing the disc? Am I looking at my target or is it tucked next to my shoulder? Looking at those things in live time and then doing it and fixing. The big key here is that you throw, watch, fix, throw, watch, fix, throw, watch, fix. And you're not caring about where your disc lands. Because I think sometimes if you care too much about where, where your disc lands, you're only focused on the flight and you're only focused on the end position of the disc. You're not focused on actually improving your form because sometimes improving your form is going to require you to take two steps back to take one step forward. So you need to go through the pain, embrace the suck in order to improve your disc golf form, which is going to be critical to being more accurate and having more distance, which will allow you to become a better disc golfer for 2023. The final tip on this episode is going to be about putting. Now putting, I hope that you're able to get a basket or you have a basket near you that you can put in your backyard or, or, you know, apartment common grounds, or maybe you have a course nearby that you can go practice putting over there. Even if you can, especially if you can get a light out there so you can do it in the dark, that's going to be big time, big time, big time, big time. The more putting you can do, the more reps you can do from different angles, from different spots, sometimes even different putters is going to be huge. And even if you don't have a basket, I think that you can work on things with 
just a putter with no basket like we talked about with Matt Bell, and that is going to allow you to improve your putting stroke, your your distances, all those kinds of things because you're going to be seeing the disc all the way to the ground. You're not just aiming at a target. So I think, side note, that's just something you should do in general as well, and you can even do that inside if you've got enough room for it. But when you're out there, you need to be putting intentionally. And I think you need to be doing small doses of it. I think you need to be doing like 10 minutes. Remember, it's probably going to be cold outside. Maybe there's snow on the ground, whatever it is. So you don't need to be out there for an hour being mad at how cold it is, not being able to feel your hands and just not enjoying being out there because not enjoying being out there is only going to make you not have fun playing disc golf. And therefore you're not going to want to practice more and you're not going to be a better disc golfer. So you need to be out there for 10 minutes at a time. I say go out there for 10 minutes. Your first 10 minutes, you're just putting wherever. Wherever your body's telling you. Just go based off the vibes. Just walk to different spots. Just don't putt from the same spot every single time. Try to completely walk all the way around your basket. The next time you go out there, okay, let's set up from 10 feet. And let's make as many 10-footers as we can. And just walk around your basket at 10 feet. Okay, then we can do 15 feet, then we can do 20, then we can do uh, 25, 30. And I really don't think you need to be spending a lot of time on circle two here. I really think circle one is what you need to be dialing in. So that 30 is really about the max that I would be going there. And then you can do the third drill that you can do is you can do, okay, I made one from 10. I'll take a step back to 15. Okay, made it. I'll take a step back to 20. Oh, I missed 20. Okay, now I'm back to 15. And you're trying to get all the way through 30 and seeing how long that takes you to do. And maybe you have multiple putters and you make it even more challenging. You have to make two from 30 in order to be done. So I think that is going to be something that helps you and it helps your pressure building and being able to putt in key situations. As well as, you know, if it's cold out there and you're shaky, I just think that the more putting you can do is going to help you in the long run because putting is probably one of the hardest aspects of this game and one of the most mental aspects of this game. So if you can turn putting into something that is automatic, that's going to be great. And I also think that the small doses of putting is going to be good for your disc golf game because you're not putting for 40 minutes on every single hole. You're putting one time during a round on that hole. So if you're only out there for 10 minutes doing different scenarios every single time, keeping it fresh, not putting from the exact same spot every single time, you're going to be able to provide that freshness, provide that spark, and allow your putts to be as replicated to the course as possible. Because that is the key. When you're putting, you need to be as replicatable putts as you can on the course. Otherwise, it's not even worth your time. If you're just putting up as many putts as you can, no care about your form, no care about if they're going in or not, just putting them up there, you're going to build bad habits, and I don't think you're going to see anything good translate to the course. You need to take every rep seriously like you're out there on the course. I would rather you get 10 course-like reps every day than 100 non-course reps every day. Simple as that. The final bonus tip I have for you guys is don't feel like you need to do something every day. Really, truly do not feel like you need to do something every day. It's the winter for Pete's sake. It's going to be cold. There's going to be snow. I get it. Don't feel like you have to do something every single day. Don't make disc golf stressful. Don't make disc golf not fun. Don't burn yourself out. 
The off-season is a great time to chill out, just listen to the podcast, learn some knowledge, and apply it as you can. Don't feel like you have to be out there literally every single day in order to get better. We all need breaks sometimes. Sometimes it's best to take a week, two weeks, don't even touch a disc, and see what happens to your disc golf game. You might find yourself surprised. Your body will go back to what it wants to do without your brain taking over, and you might find yourself a better disc golfer. That is going to wrap it up for today's episode. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. If you did, if you like these tips, please leave a like rating over on YouTube. We would appreciate that. And comment down below, which one of these tips was your favorite and why? What would you add to this list? What would be your fifth tip for this winter? As well, guys, make sure you leave a rating and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We really appreciate that, and we would love to hear your feedback. What content do you guys want to see this winter? We want to know so we can better serve you and better provide you, the listener, more value from this podcast. So let us know so we can help you out as much as we can. But with all that said, we will see you guys next week.